0: You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 83, Mindfulness, an interview with author and mindfulness coach, Tanika Francis. Let's go. Welcome back to Motivating from the 6th. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you. It's intended to inspire you. It's intended to have you stand up in your circumstances, no matter where you are or what you're going through in life and demand change for the better. I am your host, Jeff Martin of jeffadmartin.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We got a really cool episode for you, but before we get into that, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. For all of you who have clicked play, for all of you who have subscribed, have downloaded, who have left a five-star rating, I just got to say thank you from the bottom of my heart because I know that your time is extremely valuable, and the mere fact that you've taken even a, a minute of your day to listen to this or any other episodes of this podcast, I just got to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I pray that every single time I speak to you, I bring you some type of value. Today, on this episode, we have a fantastic guest, Tanika Francis. Tanika is talking about mindfulness. She's written a book on mindfulness, and in fact, she has another one coming out as well. But ultimately, it's about being in the moment. It's so important for us to be in the moment the moment to be mindful of what's going on and be mindful of our hearts and our minds and where we are a while ago i took a course on mindfulness and i was able to use a lot of cool tricks and techniques and it was so interesting that even when we're eating i speak about this with tamika as well oftentimes we take food and we shovel it in our mouth we don't take the opportunity to really taste the flavors Mmm, that salad tastes good. That salad dressing is amazing. We don't take the opportunity just to be in the moment. It's so important for us to be in the moment so we can appreciate how far we've come and where we're going. We got to be in the moment so we can acknowledge where we are, understand where we are and what it takes for us to get to the higher level that we're looking to attain for ourselves. So, it's so important for us to be in the moment and to be mindful. Today, Tanika Francis talks about some of the things that she uses to be in the moment, to be mindful. And actually, she talks about her book as well Pursuing Mindfulness that you can find on Amazon. Do yourself a favor. If you want to become more mindful, you want to be in the moment, you're looking for techniques, then you got to follow Tanika. She is on Instagram, the Tanika Francis. Look her up. Google her as well. You'll find all the things that she's doing. You'll even run into her book as well, and you'll be able to learn about some of the things that she uses to be in the moment so you can better your life. All right, folks, let's get into this interview with Miss Tanika Francis. Motivating from the 6, today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Tanika Francis. Tanika, say what's up to everybody.
1: What's up, everyone? Thank you for having me, Jeff.
0: Oh, thank you so much for being on. So You are an author of a new book called Procrastination Killers. Do me a favor. Take me through your story of how you got to where you are and how you became this this author of such an amazing book.
1: Yes. So I, as a little child, was growing up, just, you know, an average little girl. Growing up with a single mother of three, I um, so I was the middle child of my two siblings, and uh, didn't quite see my mother a lot. I uh, knew that she was into you know consciousness, and she kind of dabbled into it and and brought us over to classes and seminars, kind of like church, but it was more like a conscious awareness church where people came in, came together and they were just, you know, talking about oneness and spirituality. So I think that's what kind of trickled into my life as I was growing up was, you know, just trying to battle and figure out what's going on, you know, why am I here? At age 14, I was, you know, really thinking about why I was here and why I was put on this earth. And An inkling just came to me and said, you know what, whatever your purpose is, it doesn't matter. But just know that it's going to be bigger than myself. Just know that it's going to be bigger than you. And it was just a voice. It was just a voice that I believe was my higher self talking to me and, um, you know, trickling through life. And just, you know, again, being unsure, I was able to come across um, very, uh, you know, self assuring women that I call my mentors. In, um, in middle school and in high school. And they kind of showed me the way in order to, you know, get a sense of who I am, be self-aware. And they just taught me that nothing else was more important than me. It was not said, however, it was a feeling that resonated with me that, that said, you know what, everything's gonna be okay. I, um, again, grew up in a single parent home, meaning I had to pick up pennies. In um, the new neighborhood that we were living in, and you know, at the age uh, that I was at, pretty young, and then just with my siblings, was you know thinking that it was a game. It wasn't that you know we had to pick up pennies in order to make a living. It was more so we had to pick up pennies because it was a game, and it was you know kind of like a an exciting, oh, picking up bottles to recycle to get you know uh, you know some money. Little did we know it was the money, the same money that was gonna bring us food on the table. So um, just coming from that was a a big experience, especially when, you know, coming into, you know, my young adulthood and figuring out what I wanted to do. So I would feel like impact on my life in terms of what I wanted to do and what my purpose was, because I just didn't know what it was. (laughs) I was in high school and I was like, Okay, maybe it's a good time to think about what I want to do. And um, luckily for me, um, you know, I, I've gotten into uh, courses that highly interest me. And if it didn't, in if it didn't, if it didn't um, challenge me enough, it wasn't. It wasn't good enough. And I guess again, that came from. Um, you know, a higher self, a higher calling, just being able to want to feel like I belong somewhere that I wanted to feel engaged. So I immediately uh, went on to discipline and introduction, learned the law, went into the law court program at Humber College and um, thoroughly enjoyed it. And so I'm in my career. Today, I'm in my career. It's been five years and I'm still feeling as though something is missing. Something is not... uh, you know, fulfilling me in a way that I know that, um, you know, my higher self wants me to fulfill. So it just brings me back to, um, mindfulness and this conversation is going to be deeply, um, you know, emphasized on, on, and mindfulness and being able to stay in tune and be in tune be conscious of, of, you know, our thought patterns and our awareness. And, um, that's what brought me to, to creating this book, Procrastination Killers. It's, it's it's definitely some parts in the book that um, that will definitely speak to how to heighten your awareness. So, you know, being back to um, speaking about my mentors and how they were able to, um, you know, engage us in terms of awareness, self-awareness and knowing what your body is, engaging all the four senses, you know, being able to see, smell, taste, um, hear and touch. Um and being able to really set the space in order to allow yourself authentic authenticity to come through. So um procrastination procrastination killers is pretty much just a um it's a platform that I could um kind of promote my my <laughs> my mindfulness uh in a way that is going to help people see clarity first and um, just be able to, again, create that space that it will engage them engage them into uh, focusing and, um, you know, a tackling whatever project hits their way.
0: Okay, fabulous. And you know what? I think all of us, if you're a human being, if you have existed at any time in this world, I think you understand what procrastination is. Procrastination is wasting time, pretty right. much. Yeah. And it's so important that we do some, we do establish some type of, procrastination killer because we have time that we can be productive we have time that we can reach our goals that we can stretch towards our, our, our dreams and our aspirations but when we have these procrastinations that's something that's going to be difficult for us to do so of course you are writing this book procrastination killers please give some examples what are some clear ways that people could actually kill the procrastination in their life? What, what would you suggest?
1: Right, and just going back to what procrastination means, everybody knows what procrastination is, and it's just <clears throat> not being able to be in the present moment. So you, when you are procrastinating, you are either you know living in the past or you're living in the future. And um, I would say mainly in the past because given my experience with procrastination, it's mainly just, you, you know, trying to achieve some, in order to proceed with a, a project at task or a project at hand, rather, it's important to gather all the information that you need. It's important to be uh, resourceful and 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 utilize all the resources that are av- available in this day and age. Um, you know, we have access to phones, <laughs> which is which is, it, it could be a good or bad thing, but depending on, um, you know where you are and who you are in your life. You want to make sure um, that you are utilizing, again, all resources. So I would say number one, the number one uh, killer (laughs) for procrastination would be to just decide, just to make a decision that you are going to focus, you're going to hone in on what you need in order to Uh, in order to get the answers that you need in a particular project or situation. And again, not being able to, I know with me when it comes to procrastination, even at school or work, I'm afraid to ask, you know, I'm always like, okay, maybe I'm bothering that person or maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm too stupid or dumb to think that, you know, um, I could ask this question and not get. Uh, you know, judged by it. So, um, you know, a lot of, again, the procrastination killers have to do with being able to empower yourself, being able to know that your questions and your curiosity is valid. And you could go to anybody with this question. And whether they judge you or not, that's on them. That has nothing to do with you. At least you were, um, you know, encouraged enough. To, to step up to the plate and say, you know what? I'm having issues with this. I need more questions. I mean, I need more answers and I need more resources. Can you help,
0: right? Absolutely, yes. absolutely, and that makes so much sense. And so, again, understanding what procrastination is, mm-hmm. and there's people out there who are actually hustling and working and, work, and moving towards their goals, and they have rest time. Is there a difference between procrastination and rest time, would you say there is?
1: I would say it's a, there's a difference. There's a difference between rest time and procrastination. Rest time would be that you're gathering your thoughts, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> that you're recalibrating why you're doing this particular project, why you're doing this task at hand, whereas procrastination, you're kind of like, okay, I know I have something to do, but there's something intimidating that I cannot, there's something intimidating about this project at hand that I cannot proceed with. I cannot, it's a barrier it's not like, you know, your resting time in your thinking about your next steps or you're thinking about the order, the chronological order that you're going to put um, you know, your projects in um or your project tasks in. So, uh, it really depends on on how someone would would define resting time, but resting time for me would definitely be to recalibrate, maybe to open another uh brainstorming um, you know, a, another brainstorming exercise to figure out What goes in order? What does not work? And what's not clear enough? And what is going to serve, uh, you know, clarity when someone is looking into this project? How are they able to read this in a clear manner and understand, uh, you know, the message coming across?
0: So one of the things you speak about in your book, Procrastination Killers, is actually sharpening your focus and having a focus system.
1: I make sure that number one, I'm in a quiet environment. I'm in an environment that I Free of distractions. So, um, whether the electronics devices, the electronic devices like the laptop or the computer or the uh, the digital phone, the smartphone is going to be a distraction. I exclude those outside of my environment. So, um, you know, I'll have, for instance, my water, my journal, my pen and you know i will for instance put on a candle in order to you know set the tone maybe it's a smell a particular scent like lavender vanilla that will get me engaged into uh you know what the task is so you want to be able to engage all if not a couple but all senses all of those senses and you want to be able to um Quiet your mind, and that uh, also involves being able to breathe in deeply. So I, I normally just, and we could do a, a guided meditation just quickly after this podcast is to just breathe in for five seconds, hold it for three, breathe out for five seconds, and just know that um, you know all the answers with. You know, mindfulness with the silencing of the mind will come, just being able to trust that. So, um, you know, the focus system for me works because I am not engaging into anything else. I'm making the decision that I am going to tackle this in any way possible and I'm going to encourage myself, create the environment that encourages myself to not just um, focus, but to allow creativity to come through allow my authenticity to come through so it's all just a welcoming environment it's a self-love environment so it's kind of like dabbling into self-care self-love um you know self-empowerment so um that's that's pretty much what my my space looks like it's it's very quiet it's it's Um, it smells like lavender and vanilla. (laughs) You know, I've got my water on deck. I've got my, uh, my notebook with me. I carry it. It's, it's as if, you know, it's on my hip 24/7, just in case I get, you know, an idea or a thought it's very important to keep the journal next to me so that, you know, I'm jotting down any ideas that come to mind. So that's what the focus system is. And it's really just engaging in uh in what you know is best and the best ways that you the best ways that you know that you can uh achieve the highest um potential
0: and i absolutely love that everything you just spoke about there was mindfulness and for those of you who don't know tanika and you will now because you're going to be following her all over her social media but she's all about mindfulness she's all about being in the moment everything And I've always talked about your brand and making sure your brand is in alignment. I could tell you that Tanika, her brand is definitely in alignment, all about mindfulness and knowing who you are, seeing who you are, loving who you are, appreciating who you are, and saying that as well. So we just talked about your book that you've created, The Procrastination Killers. However, you're now working on another book that the world will have an opportunity to see, Pursuing Mindfulness. Please talk about that. And again, the whole mindfulness uh, space that you are in
1: right yes so mindfulness mindfulness to me means being able to silence the mind and to be free of all stresses and to just again what you were saying live in the present moment so as we are taking our deep breath deep breaths i follow up with uh, being able to visualize my breathing um whether it is visualizing the breaths that I take in. So the breathing, the actual air itself to breathe in and, and to know that I'm breathing in, it could be like, you know, white light clouds or it could be, um, it could be, you know, I don't know, roses, it could be anything. And, and it could be a symbolic, um, you know, picture of what you hope to, um, hope to bring into your awareness. So, um, going back to the breathing and being able to know what mindfulness truly is, um, you know, in my book, I have outlined what it is, not just what it means, whereas, um, you know, it's actually kind of linked with, uh, meditation and I'm talking about breathing and meditation and, um, you know, uh, just getting a sense of the oneness that we all are a part of. So I also want to bring into, to um, bring us into the uh, awareness that, is, that there is a higher consciousness that we're all connected to. So, um, you know, the book is going to have some really important points. It's going to uh, hit on, uh, you know, us being able to feel self-empowered feel self-empowerment and be able to, to know that we are, creators because we are creators of our own reality i've come from uh, again a you know a, a tough upbringing because again i didn't see my mother very much growing up and being able to say wow um you know being able to create a reality for myself that's not necessarily what i lived in the past it just goes to show the abilities that we have, the abilities that we, that I have yet have to tap into that, um, you know, that I am now just, you know, immersing myself into. Um, so the book is going to, d- to dabble in, uh, you know, exercises of mindfulness, uh, exercises of self awareness and consciousness, because we are all one consciousness, we are all a part of a higher consciousness, because I believe that when someone is, you know, down and out, for instance, I'm down and out. And I have a particular question that i don't know that I don't know that I am actually seek in my mind, so for instance, I'm at a uh, say that I'm at a grocery store and I don't know what I need to to buy a higher voice will come into my mind, and everybody's experienced a higher voice in their um or an inside voice in their mind telling them what to do, telling them you know um. Perhaps you gotta, you know, turn to the right, and you know, to the left, you'll see a bag of chips that you that you need to eat. For instance, um, so examples like that, where you actually are hearing a voice, it's it's it could be the ego, which is which is very different, but it could also be a higher voice. So the higher voice is is going to um, is an actual guide or guide system for uh, for someone who is in tune, someone who is, uh, you know, know that they are connected to higher consciousness and they are allowing their higher self to guide them.
0: Okay, absolutely. And I love that. And you really do have to be conscious about what's going on around you. And speaking of conscious, if people have been listening, you might have heard a baby crying in the background, but I'm just showing you this is real life while we're doing this thing. (laughs) No worries.
1: No worries. I was just coming from that this morning. I completely understand, completely understand. (laughs) uh, And uh, babies are precious. They really are.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Just shows you how real this podcast is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. For real. uh, For real. But it's so important what you're saying. We have to be mindful. And I'll be honest, there's been plenty of times that I have been focused on something and I have a fork in one hand and I'm eating and I'm thinking about something else. And I'm not even thinking about the food going into my mouth. I'm not even thinking about the taste of it. I think it's so important that we have to be mindful in every situation. Like, be mindful while you're eating. Something as simple as that—taste yes. the flavors. Like, right. just really, you know, appreciate the flavors, where the food came from, the person who prepared it. There's so much things that you can be grateful for. Yeah, and being mindful again, even in eating, it can really take you a long way.
1: Right, right, exactly. And even for uh, bringing mindfulness in every single thought that, that, that comes into our minds. It's, you know, being able to not just, uh, you know, make a decision that is, you know, going to benefit us, but how's this decision going to benefit others? Like what you were saying, there's, you know, there's a baby in the background. You are not just thinking for yourself. Now you're thinking for your child and what, you know, what is going to nourish, uh, you and your child's body, because you are then, uh, you know, making sure that, uh, that you are optimizing, you know your brain power, and you're optimizing your development in a way that is going to benefit yourself and your future and your child's future. So, uh, again, being being back to you know that appreciation and that and that gratefulness, and just being able to bask in that. And say, you know what, I'm able to actually wake up every day and notice that I have life and notice that I have breath and I have breathing and I'm able to create my experience and just have the choice, have the choice to, to choose a better feeling thought, a better feeling, um, you know, um, a better feeling situation, whether you have to create it in your mind or not. So there are situations that, um, that I've come from that, that I can say, you know what, it's not necessarily who I am. This is what I'm, I'm learning from that situation. The way of life is that, you know, we all can still make a decision. We all can say, this, this particular moment in my life is pretty crappy, but it's, it's, actual, it's actually bringing me down um, the more that I think about it. But I can focus on what's working for me. And, and focus on what is working because with everything that is not working, you know that someone something is working. Something is working because you are able to be in a better feeling thought and you, again, have the choice. And that's what relates, you know, all my books that are coming out. Um, procrastination Killers, for instance, It's it's actually, um, you know, the type of empowerment that's going to show you that you are a creator, that you are um, creating a space, but you are creating a lifestyle for yourself that could be fulfilling for not just yourself, but for everybody around you.
0: Absolutely. You know, this is so timely. So last night I did a talk. I did a speech um, in front of an audience. And I spoke about Michael Jackson. So in 1983, Michael Jackson was performing, I believe it was the Motown 25 year anniversary on TV in front of millions and millions of people who were watching. And so Michael Jackson goes into one of his greatest hits, Billie Jean. And halfway through the song, there's a dance breakout. So Michael starts to dance and he introduces the world to a dance that no one has ever seen before, the moonwalk, right, for the very first time. And so he starts dancing, he spins around, he kicks his leg, then he does the moonwalk right across the stage. You can find this on YouTube. And then he spins around, he goes on his toes. And so at the end of it, everyone's going crazy because they've never seen anyone do this type of dance before. But for the next two weeks, Michael Jackson falls into a deep depression. Because while everybody else is celebrating what he did, like they their minds were absolutely blown. Michael was caught up in the moment mm-hmm. that he didn't stay up on his toes long enough. Wow. And so we're talking about mindfulness and the fact that you just created something. Like Mike, you just created something in nineteen eighty-three that the world has never seen. But right. rather than basking in that moment, yes. you chose to dwell on, you know, something, a mistake that in your mind that you made, but no one else saw it. No one else experienced it. Right. And so again, mindfulness, it's so important to be in the moment, to appreciate what you've created for what you put out into this earth. And, you know, just know that you've done something amazing that, you know, in Michael's case, nobody had done before.
1: Exactly. And another example with uh, with Michael Jackson, just being on the topic of Michael Jackson, it's 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 a shame because, you know, he has changed the world in so many ways in just spectacular ways and. You know, it, it, it's it almost hurts me that you know he lived in, he lived a life trying to top thriller. I'm not sure if you heard that story, but he was trying to always top thriller and top thriller and top thriller. And he, I mean, it was such a phenomenon that with one of with a phenomenon like that, like thriller, it's very. I think it was just very hard to uh, not just to complete to actually accomplish, but to go and top something that was a phenomenon, and I feel like because he was not able to be mindful, li- live in the present moment, he was unable to really uh, understand the amount of impact that he had on the world and the amount of, uh, you know, the amount of power that he had with himself and just being able to you know, not just feel that 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 empowerment with himself, but to know how much people he's influenced, to know how much people that he's impacted so, so much. And just, you know, he was also conscious too. He was a, a very conscious brother as well. So it just, um, you know, it kind of hurts me to to hear that he was always trying to top thriller and didn't think that he was uh, good enough or um, worthy enough to just live in that moment and, and, and allow us to, to really feel, including himself, the impact that he was able to to provide to the world. So, and and again, that that goes back to everyone because we are all creators. Um, Just because we are not, you know, um, graced by a stage or graced by, uh, you know, a television show or, um, you know, just in the movie. It's it's more just, um, it's more knowing that we are worthy, knowing that we are capable and we have the gift that no one else could provide to us. No one else can provide what you can provide Jeff to the world. No one else can provide what I can provide to the world. And given that we are creators of our own environment. We are, we are all creators of our reality. So mindfulness, it, it, it goes on forever and ever. And, um, it changes worlds. It changes lives and it changes worlds. And, um, it's definitely changed my world. And that's why I'm here today on this, on this platform, because I, um, you know, I just want to let the viewers know, the the listeners to know that, you know, their their life does not have to be put on hold because of what they think. If, if they care for themselves deeply enough to, to feel better, that's all it takes in order to reach for a better feeling thought, a higher feeling thought. Therefore, you know, nobody could shake you, not even somebody who is who is looking from the outside and not even a mother, not even a friend. Um, So that's, that's what I wanted to, to, to note as well in this, in this uh, interview. Thank you.
0: Now you're working on something else as well. What is the Pure Purpose Project?
1: Yes. So I am the founder of the Pure Purpose Project. I, uh, that is a, um, a mindset consulting company. So it pretty much is a, company that is going to be targeting women from the ages of uh 23 to to about 34 and it's a it's a broad um age bracket but a lot of us go through different stages in life and i understand that a lot of us um you know think and perceive differently so um you know with all stages of life it is important for me to um when i meet my clients to meet them where they're at first to meet them where they're at and to, um, you know, begin to make little shifts of, of how they perceive themselves and how they evaluate themselves on the, um, Personal development spectrum. So, it is, uh, you know, more so. It's it's a course that will allow. It's a, so I provide courses, and it's a course, the course that I'm putting out, and it's actually launching on the second of February, which I'm excited about. Um, Beautiful women who who know that they are capable of doing more in in life. They're they're either in their purpose, they know what it is, or they don't know at all what where they belong and who they are. Um, it's important to number one know who you are and know why you're put on this earth. So, so given that, uh, this is why, this is why I created the Pure Purpose Project because I know that I know how it feels. <laughs> I know exactly how it feels to know that I don't have a purpose, to know that you know I am feeling unworthy and not knowing where I belong in life. Um, so, just being able to sense that you are bigger than something else—that's all. Uh, that I needed to be self-assured. But when I found out what my purpose was, which was literally about a year ago, and then uh, six months ago, really taking this bang on and saying, you know what, I've got to start impacting lives. It's, it's a process. it's, it's a journey that I, I want to come everybody on and and then you know knowing that they're on a journey as well is, is very important and to, to get them into the life that they want is very important because we all have the ability to create. We all have the ability to, to create.
0: So I love the idea that you're talking about there. So you have the Peer Purpose Project. You have these two books that you're working on. Mm-hmm. And also Tamika does um, a Facebook and, and, and IG Lives, um, again, where she speaks about mindfulness. But please let everybody else know, um, where can they find you and what else are you working on?
1: Yes. So I am also working on a... Um, a mentorship program with uh, some young women so one of my mentors in high school by the name of Marcia Brown uh, has a, she runs Trust 15 so she created Trust 15 she's very well known in the community um, particularly in the Rexdale community where I grew up and uh, she's an amazing amazing powerhouse um, so she's inviting me to um, to speak to the young women on the rise um, and I was also part of her alumni, so I was one of her original girls, and I just feel feel so honored to be able to give back to you know the people that or the young women that 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 deserve it most or just the young people of tomorrow. They are our leaders of tomorrow and, and you know um, for someone that has gotten that time of day from somebody who is you know affluent in the community back in the day, I appreciated it so much and I don't feel like I would be here today if it wasn't for those women. Um, You know, Kristaline was one of my uh, mentors in in middle school and then Marcia Brown in high school. So without those women in my life, I don't know where I would, where I would be. I knew that, uh, you know, once I found my purpose, I'd be able to, um, I'd be able to, to fulfill it, but not, not be able to speak on it in, in the sense that I'm doing that right now, in the sense that I'm um, in the way that I'm, or the form that I'm doing it right now. So I give them deep, deep appreciation and I'm grateful for that. So that's, um, that's where I feel like I would get the most um, fulfillment and be able to, and to be able to connect with these women are, you know, my ultimate, um, one of my goals, one of my goals And it's definitely something that has hit home for me because I've been there. Um, And so everybody could follow me on the Tanika Francis on Instagram. I have a website, the Tanika Francis, where um, they can uh, register for my program. They can register or send me just a quick email, a quick message on, um, you know, where they are in life and, you know, what things that, um, or what tasks that I could do, that I could send to them um, in order to help their journey, in order to get them self-aware, to get them, you know, in a state of mind where they are, uh, you know, creating a space in their minds that is self, self-improving, self-loving, and self-caring. So the website is thetamekafrancis.com.
0: Now, Tamika, before we close, I got to ask you my Oprah question. I got this question from Oprah. <laughs> but Tamika, what is it that you know for sure? What do you know for sure?
1: What do I know for sure? I know that there is a higher consciousness. I know that we are all coming from the same place, whether we are, you know, from, you know, from the Caribbean, from, uh, you know, North America, from the other side of the world, from Asia, we are all one, we are all one consciousness. And I find that once we put away all of our barriers, we are able to come together and, uh, and co-create, whether it is to create our own realities or to create uh, something that is of a larger cause for the earth and the planet that we live on. So it's, it gets deep, <laughs> it gets deep, but it's really just that we are all creators and that's what I know for sure.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for everything you're sharing. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. And again, mindfulness is something that's so important. I want you to take the next minute, if you could, and picture your ideal audience who's sitting in front of you and you have people who have are going through the hustle and bustle in life and they just don't know how to settle their mind. They don't know how to settle in and really appreciate the things around them. Can you take the next minute and just speak to them directly?
1: Yes. For those of you who are listening, I want you to, and now I'm in my soft voice, <laughs> softer tone voice, I want you to... Just stop what you're doing. Um, If you're driving, I understand, but I want you to stop what you're doing. Close your eyes. I want you to visualize your breathing. Visualize a white light um, coming in as you breathe in for five seconds. Breathe in for five seconds and hold it. Release in five seconds, release. Breathe in for five seconds again, hold. Breathe out for five you to know that nothing else is more important than you right now. You get a sense of your heart. You have a pulse. You are able to accomplish anything that you put your mind to. And I want you to know that you are loved. You are loved. You are appreciated. And even though you don't feel it, just know that I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. And if you are going through a tough time, just know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I want you to continue to just take deep breaths. Whenever you're feeling down and out, or maybe when you're being pulled in all different directions, just remember that you are loved, and everything will work out just fine.
0: Love it! I love it! What a great way to end this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I will see you at the top of the next episode. Peace. Tamika, thank you so much for that. That was amazing.
1: Appreciate it.